Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're the underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. Number three here. This is the program from the University Club of Virginia Tech. We'll get back to your text messages in just a little bit. Dwight Vick joins us in about half an hour. But uh, mentioned that uh, he has been out here for quite a while right now. Joining us on the program, it's time for Bill Roth and the Roth Report here on BDST. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Presented by the University Club of Virginia Tech, Blacksburg's premier private club and event venue. Now along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. We do welcome you back to University Club of Virginia Tech. It is time for the Roth Report. Good to see you, William. Well, hang on. Let me try that again. There we go. Good morning. It's nice to see a room packed with people who are excited about the start of a college football season. Great. It's about to begin here at the University Club. I cannot, every time I come here and every time we talk about the University Club, I can't overstate the uh, first-class vibe you get here. We know it's a great view, right? We, we yes. see Lane Stadium's playing field behind us. It's all windows overlooking campus on the other side. But the finishes... <laughs> it's it's like we are in the the, the <laughs> private club at the Ritz Carlton or the Four Seasons. The no expense spared on the leather chairs or the wall coverings or how many TVs? Two, four, six, eight, right? Everywhere. Everywhere. There's a television and marble countertops. This this is one of a kind for the New River Valley. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the this is I feel like I'm sitting at the Four Seasons. Yeah, I mean, and that's what Michael was talking about. Is that where you guys stay on the road? Yeah, that's where we go. Yeah, we go. We we try to book them all. Yeah, Four Seasons. (laughs) (laughs) Get all of them there. The nicest hotel you ever stayed in. Do you you recall? (sighs) You recall? Probably. It was something like that because the NCAA puts you up in a pretty nice place. Right, right. So, yeah, we had all that. Hey, good morning. How are you? How are you? Well, thanks. I understand. I so, understand. So it was an NCAA hotel? Yeah, probably so. Mike Jones was pretty good about that. We stayed in some pretty good places. Okay. So. Yeah, we didn't stay in uh, 
pretty, not, you know, not everybody got a suite, but we stayed in some pretty you nice You didn't get places. a suite? No, we, did, we didn't as the broadcasters. They gave it to the coach? Yeah, the coach got the, got I'm, the I'm going to have to talk to Robert Lindenberg about that. <laughs> please do. Please do. Uh, you know, you talk about the place being packed, and it is today, and I know a lot of people want to hear the show. You're, how important is it for Lane Stadium to be packed again for every game? So the greatest thing that Virginia Tech has, okay, from an athletic standpoint, is, is the first thing people talk about is our fan base, okay? And coaches come and go, players come and go, broadcasters come and go, administrators come and go. Uh, but the traditions, the fight song, the canon, the, the alma mater, yes, uh, yeah. the key play, shaking your key, right? This is almost like a, uh, a cathedral, um, a non-denominational church, so to speak, right? Yeah. And we have services... Absolutely. Sometimes Thursday night, sometimes Saturday, right? And, but, but there's a passion to it. And, and this place delivers great theater. And in an era where television has become so important in collegiate athletics, uh, Virginia Tech brings something very unique. It brings, it brings great theater to television. Everyone in the country knows about this program because of this stadium. And there are bigger stadiums. We know that. But there's no more... Uh, I don't know that there's a stadium more closely tied to its program than Lane Stadium is to Virginia Tech's. There are some that are great, but when you think about Virginia Tech football nationally, I'm not talking about all the folks that are here today, but people think about Lane Stadium. Right. When I say Ohio State football, do you think about you don't think you about, about Ohio no, Stadium? Do you even the know the name of the stadium? Yeah. Nobody's talking about the horseshoe. You're talking about no, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you the actual name. This here called the horseshoe. <laughs> right. Now, there are some. Like you say the Red Sox, you think. Well, you know, Fenway. Fenway. Fenway yeah, right. Cobb, Wrigley. Yeah, sure. And maybe Dodger Stadium. Chavez, or Yankee sure. Stadium, right? Yeah. Tech has that in it football. Does. And there are others. I'm not saying Tech is, uh, is unique in that. But when this place is full, it is magical. And we talked about it during the COVID year. Remember, like, when, yeah, when it's empty? Right. Oh. You know, it's like Cameron Indoor Stadium. When it's empty, it ain't, ain't nothing to it. No, it's, it's a gym. building. Yeah, it's just an empty, empty stadium. Yeah, it's right. our fans make it. And so hopefully uh, for that BC game, we're starting our home season with a, with a primetime game. That'll be great. So uh, we we got to pack it. And um, the University Club is a great place. The tailgate's starting huh. on Friday. It's great. It's great. Now, you just got back. You've been on an extensive trip. Uh, you had your uh, ESPN seminar, correct? You've been down there getting a lot of the tidbits heading into the 2022 season. A lot of it is stuff that's going to be very boring to people, like fonts and, <laughs> well, and why things are done and music beds and what's new for this year and new technologies and why we have to read so many promos. Shop talk. You know why I read so many promos? Because most people don't watch the whole thing. Absolutely. You're reading it six times, but most people only heard it once. Get it in one more time, right? One more time. Can you you Monday night countdown? Again? (laughs) Again? Yeah. Um, But, you know, it's interesting. And and, and I would say this. And I I talked with Jimmy Patera, who's the head of the whole operation about it. It is in in Disney slash ESPN's best interest for the ACC to continue to exist succeed and thrive absolutely okay but they can't recruit players they can't win and and it, it is up to miami and to florida state and to clemson and to virginia tech and this year perhaps nc state to win games and make the property which is the acc acc network the, the acc championship it has to be popular <laughs> you, you can't lose all these games and i 
if you if you recall the first ACC championship game, Florida State, Virginia Tech, Jacksonville, packed. Was. Couldn't get in. Yeah, great right. atmosphere. But then a couple of years later, it was Virginia Tech, BC, two years in a row, once in Jacksonville and once in Tampa, and the stadium was 75% yeah. empty. And and we don't have the depth of teams um, that it doesn't matter who's in the SEC championship game, it's going to be it's full. It's going to be full. We right. don't have that. Our good teams, which include Tech, by, by good I mean traveling fan bases, passionate fan bases, have to be good. Yeah. Florida State has to be good. Virginia Tech has to be good, or else. Yeah, it's not. It's and that that is not a criticism of Wake. No, not at all. Or no, Pitt. No. Pitt won the ACC. It, did anyone in Pittsburgh it didn't no. create a ripple? Yeah, Pitt had, had Pitt, Pittsburgh's won the division two the last three years. I don't see people in Pittsburgh going crazy for Pitt football. No, they couldn't wait for the Steeler game the next day. Right. That's what. <laughs> so, but and again, that is nothing against Pitt, and or, or their players or their coaches no, or their school. No, it's just. It's just the, the the ACC doesn't have 14 teams that can fill a stadium. It's great. It has point. probably four, four or five. Yeah, that's a great point. Well, hopefully, you can get to that. So we I need to get back, and it starts at the Old Dominion next Friday, two Fridays from now. Bill Roth and the Roth Report live from the University Club. Hey, before we head out to the first break, big day yesterday. I mean, you can call it even monumental when a first-year head coach and his staff finally names his first starting quarterback. And I, we're not really surprised who it was, but that's a big day for uh, for Pry, isn't it? And for Grantwell. Well, I don't know that it was a big surprise, but I'm glad to see it. So I was talking with David Hale, who is who's brilliant, who's funny. He yeah, writes for ESPN, terrific, and, yeah. and I sat next to him, and we talked a long time. You know, there's only five schools in college football that have not had a quarterback start over 25 games in Power Five since the college football playoff era began, and Tech is one of yeah. them. The last consistent starter Virginia Tech had a quarterback was Michael Brewer. It started over 20 games, and Wells has a chance to do that now. If he stays healthy, if he succeeds, he can start for two years. We Tech hasn't had that, and when you have instability in the quarterback position, which if you look at the teams that, that are on that list, whether it's Virginia Tech or whether it's Rutgers or, or, or Florida, like they've all had coaching changes and they've all mm-hmm. lost a lot of games. And you know Dan Mullen who's also joined ESPN, by the way, was in Charlotte with us the last couple of days, and they never could pick a quarterback. Right. And what happened? Yeah. He's, he's on ESPN now. He's not coaching football. And and Georgia became the power. Yeah. And the Gators, and now they've had some decent quarterbacks. And I'm not so sure the Tech hasn't had good quarterbacks here either. I'm not. Yeah, well, sure. But they, we, couldn't, we, they couldn't pick one and settle. Well, we've seen they have, right? They clearly have. You're our quarterback, and we're going to stick with you even if we lose a game. And I think that that's really important. Uh, to have the stability and not keep changing it every every six games, every three games, that kind of thing. But you got to keep your guy healthy, and so that's the key for Graham. We hope he stays healthy, and uh, he's experienced. He's got, uh, as we know, incredible ability to deliver the deep ball, and he's played a lot of games, and he's won a lot of games. I mean, this guy, you know, two years ago, Marshall was ranked in the top 20 all year, and Grant was their quarterback. So I think that he has the experience and he's got a good good coach around him, and now we just got to see who's going to catch the ball for him. Yeah, that's right. That's, uh, yeah, that's right. 
Well, every Virginia Tech fan uh, who's listening will be very pleased if he can somehow throw for 270 yards per game again, as he did at Marshall last year. Uh, we are live from the University Club of Virginia Tech. We'll have more on the Roth Report. Bill's going to have the SMA update. Uh, update. We had big news, by the way, out of the ACC Network. He's going to talk about that. Bill will then choose his Baker team game of the week and the NRV Heart Clinic top three. All that's coming up as we continue along here. BDST on the road at the University Club. Bill Roth and the Roth Report. More on a Thursday when we return. Hey, Hokie fans and alums, have you ever wanted to throw an event or dine with friends with Lane Stadium as your backdrop? Well, now you can. University Club of Virginia Tech is now offering memberships with the complete club experience. You'll have member access to dine during the week, a quiet place to work, an incredible venue to host private events, and most importantly, a setting that fosters community and relationships. For more information, go to universityclubofvt.com. That's University Club of vt.com you know when it comes time for an address change to purchase new or sell the old you want a knowledgeable professional in your corner you know buying or selling your home can be a scary experience well set aside any fears with the louise baker team they'll guide you through the journey of buying or selling your home so remember these names louise marshall and Rhonda. the louise baker team for more info, visit and like the Louise Baker team on Facebook and nrvhomes.com. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today, the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech Sports Media and Analytics Program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. And we are live here from the University Club of Virginia Tech, Bill Roth and the Roth Report, and the SMA update. Closer and closer to the Class start starts of on Monday. Yay. So the kids are back in town. We've got a big room of people here. I'm sure everybody noticed the, the crowds of parents uh, in town, the long lines at Target and Walmart and the bookstore. <laughs> and um, You know, it's funny. You can tell, like, the students from New Jersey, right, the way their parents drive. No, absolutely. You can tell a Jersey driver. No, immediately. Yeah. The hand signals are unique. Yes, yes. No. Um, but, you know, we talked about – I know there's also a lot of women's basketball fans here and tech baseball fans. Uh, one of the things we've talked about is how rights work. One of the things we do in our Intro to Sports Media class, how rights are divvied up and how when the ACC signed this new deal with ESPN several years ago, there was still – and actually still is in place – a deal with Fox to carry yeah. some games. That's why there's that noon game that's on regional sports networks and – Unfortunately, last year, when Tech had these amazing runs in the women's basketball tournament and then in baseball, some of the games of the tournament weren't on ACC Network. They were on the RSN, which wasn't carried everywhere. No. And because Fox then became Bally, Bally Sports had the rights to it. Well, the ACC, basically ESPN, has reached an agreement 
to carry the women's basketball and baseball tournament games in its entirety on ACC Network. And that is huge it's because massive, yeah. uh, not everybody has an RSN or the RSN app. You know, they're at work and they want to watch the Tech women <laughs> play or the baseball game, and it's it's on. But you have to have Bally Sports in – it's on Bally Sports, Arkansas. Yeah, right. But that doesn't help may if not you be live here, in right. Richmond or Blacksburg mm-hmm. or Roanoke or whatnot. So um, that, that was a step forward. That was a really big move yesterday. It may not be big for – Money. In fact, it's not, there's not a financial implication. Right. In fact, right. ESPN probably had to pay to get it. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Um, but network credibility immediately, but for fans, right? You know, that's what it's about. Particularly, you know, Tech has this amazing women's basketball team. It's it's ranked. They're on this winning streak, and they're in the tournament. The game's <laughs> at two in the afternoon in Greensboro, and you want to watch it. <laughs> You're done. I, I, I guarantee you, no one in this room has the Bally Sports app on his or her phone. Right. And. And again, it's no one's fault. Yeah, it's it's uh, right, right. Valley bought Fox, and just the way it played yeah, out. Yeah, I mean right. that's the way. So anyway, they worked that out. Well, it's good. It's great news for uh, Tech fans, and again, ACC fans across, right? Everybody, it's, it's everybody. For that network. Yeah. It's a whole network. And you know, Virginia Tech's playing Louisville. They're both in the top twenty in the AC, uh, in a women's basketball game. Right. And ACC Network's showing a, a repeat. A highlight show or something. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, and it was so it was, it, it was tough, but they got that worked out. All right, uh, Baker team game of the week coming up. What you got? Ah, I'm excited. I, I, I teased this last week. Yeah. So starting this week and next, you did. Little League World yeah. Series every day. Starting, I guess it started yesterday. One, three, five, and seven. It's going to be four Little League baseball games every day from cool. Williamsport. Yeah. And but the game of the week is Sunday night. The Red Sox and the Orioles are going to play a Major League Baseball game in Williamsport. In Williamsport. And <laughs> kind of similar what – you remember the Tech the Softball Park and Tech yeah, – Yeah, field for So it, it's a tiny little – It is. It's a baseball field. The game will be played in a field, in right? a field. Yeah. And they're going to jam bleachers, and they're going to put <laughs> 2,200 people at a Major League game. Now, what's really cool about this game is – the Orioles are in the playoff hunt. Yeah, they are. So the Orioles are in Sunday night baseball in Williamsport against the Red Sox. They've arrived early. Yeah, yeah. the Orioles have. They've got. They're, they're, they're not playing in Lamity. No, Stadium. right. Yeah, they're not playing in a. Yeah, field that's field right. Yeah. The outfield fence right. is two hundred feet. Right, right. Which actually seats more than the major yeah, field. But they had to so, make it. Yeah, I, I think it's though. great. You know, they, the, the game at the Field of Dreams Field in Iowa last week had the greatest television rating of the year for Fox. And uh, people love that. Yeah. Kind of gimmicky. Very Sunday smart. night baseball, Major League Baseball, Williamsport. So surrounded around the Little League World Series, one of the best events still today. People still, I mean, I know so many people take the time just to, to watch those games, record those games, and go back. It's still that special essence of the childhood feeling you get around baseball. And those kids aren't getting paid. No, exactly. Exactly. There's no name on the jersey. Yeah, that's just, right. You know, South. <laughs> that's right. Taiwan. Yeah. And then you had the image of the qualifier. I mean, I know you've seen it where the kid got hit right in the face, and he shook it off, went to first. But the pitcher on the mound that hit him, was he couldn't – he was just bawling. He was crying. He couldn't throw another pitch. So the kid who got hit left first, went out to the mound, said, I'm good. It was an accident. Gave him a big hug. It was one of the best moments you see, and you only get that with the Little League kids. It was really a sp- – it made it all over the Twitter and everything else and social media. Yeah. There's a, there's a little innocence to it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was great. I went to Little League camp there. Did you really? Williams- it was- oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's cool. 
wearing your Pirates hat and your Roberto Clemente jersey, no doubt. All right, <laughs> time now for Bill's NRV Heart Clinic Top 3. Three, two, one. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3, presented by New River Valley Heart Clinic in Radford. I like this one because I think one of the reasons I'm excited about the league is their quarterbacks, right? And that's Top what we've talked about. So yeah. this is cool that you're, you're focusing well, on that as well. Well, Wake's quarterback, yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't know how long he'll be out. He's out indefinitely. But who are the top three quarterbacks in the ACC? And I bring this up because we don't know where – Grant Wells is one of those unknowns at this he point. He is. Right? He is. Um, to have a great quarterback, you have to have a good group of receivers. And I'm not sure where we are yet at Tech with that. But my top three quarterbacks in the ACC coming into the season, number three, Brennan Armstrong from Virginia. You know, he threw for over 400 yards per game last year. Uh, He throws UVA last year. Of course, it's a new coaching staff. He threw more than any quarterback in the league, put up big numbers. Number two is a guy no one's talking about. But I think he's one of the most dynamic quarterbacks in the country. Uh, And, again, this is one of the issues in the ACC is that Tech hasn't seen him, right? Yeah. Like, with the scheduling. Yeah, like, like Lamar Jackson played at Louisville. Tech never played. Never saw him. Won the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, yeah. Never played in the stadium, but he was in our conference, right? Malik Cunningham um, rushed for over 1,000 yards, 20 touchdowns, threw for about 3,000. He's legit. Very Lamar-esque, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Um, and number one is Devin Leary, who's the ACC Player of the Year, preseason Player of the Year. 35 touchdowns, just five interceptions last year for <laughs> NC State. 3,500 yards, completed 65% of his passes. NC State's got everybody back. That's a big, big road game for the Hokies. We'll talk oh about it gosh. later in the year. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you, that, that, that's one of the biggest challenges on this schedule for Virginia Tech, the, the NC State game on a Thursday night. Um, NC State, traditionally, um, and NC State fans... We'll talk about it. Their better teams have been their surprise teams, and when they have a loaded team, it seems that something happens and they misfire. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Kind of. Yeah, that's it's tradition. You're right every time. And and so, but this is NC State's year, and they've been building for it. They've got the quarterback, and they've got everybody back that they feel is, is helpful. Well, not everybody. They've got a, a couple receivers gone. Yeah, that's year. true. But they've but got all, most of them back. They feel yeah. really good about their team, and can they can they conquer? The, 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 this one unconquered vista for them is Clemson. They've been close. They have been close. They have to conquer Clemson because you can't win the ACC even though in your division. Well, they got a chip on their shoulder. I saw an interview with Coach Dorn. They're still angry about the whole UCLA pulling out of the ball. They felt that was a little – they still they, – those seniors are using that as like, look, we have football. We're going to show everybody. So that's good. Anything you can use, right? If you're an NC State fan, like you make the NCAA tournament, you have your best basketball team ever, they cancel it. You make the college, you make give your best baseball team ever. You make the college world series. You fail a COVID test. They send you home from Omaha. You go to a ball game, and the other team pulls out. Pull out. That's all happened in the last thirty-six months. They can't wait to play football. They want to. Well, someone please play. We've got we've had good teams, and we make it all the way to Omaha, and we get kicked out. Uh, Anyway. Um, but that, that'll be a, to, see, to see the Hokies will play, obviously, UVA and NC State this year. But, you know, the, the quarterback in Miami's legit. He could be a first-round yes, man. Yes, yes. He, he had a great first we've had, we've had, even going back to last year, I mean, Kenny Pickett. I mean, there's others. But <laughs> the ACC, if you look at the NFL draft over the – I was actually talking with Tim Hasselbeck about this, uh, quarter, former quarterback at 
at the Boston College using ACC Network mm-hmm. analysts now. It's good that the ACC, if you, the NFL people think ACC quarterbacks are good, and the NFL draft has reflected that. Yeah. And and the teams haven't always been, but the quarterbacks get that respect. Yeah. Absolutely. But, but there's, there's a lot of young quarterbacks in the NFL from uh, the Atlantic Coast Conference. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming out and doing this in person, man. Great to see you. I want to appreciate everybody. All these people are here to see you, so it's been great. We have a little meet and greet here, and uh, they they told me best grits ever. (laughs) Butter, lots of butter. We heard. Make sure we had that. Yeah, Yeah, the slogan over there: (laughs) butter makes it better. (laughs) Great grits. You like the bacon, so. Oh yeah. I want to thank the University Club for its hospitality today, and it's nice to see. Oh, we're like 50, 50, 55 yeah, people. Yeah, so this is cool. Nice, this is nice cool. for everybody to come out to watch our show today. Absolutely. All right, brother. Hey, well, listen. All right, man. There you go. This is Bill Rolfe, the voice of Virginia Tech football. You get to hear him again with Mike Burnup in just two weeks, still over two weeks. All right, we'll take a break. We will come back, and Dwight Vick will join us. Coming up here from the University Club, our final segment when we return. Stay with us. Don't go away. <laughs> 